1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, buckle up because this episode is going to be too tough to tame. Breaking down all things Southern 500. Kyle Larson gets the win. Playoff drivers have some issues. We had some pit road boats and woes, and we'll break down my day. I rode around for 500 miles and finished in the exact same spot that I started. But buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. This is Stacking Pennies presented by Mobile One. <laughs> Stacking them deep, and selling them cheap. It tastes like gasoline, rubber, and victory. We're just out here stacking, panic. Hello, friends. I'm Corey LaJoy, driver of the number seven Chevy Camaro. Joined by my two friends to my left, front tire changer of Ryan Blaney's Ford Mustang, Ryan Flores.
0: Hey, old friend. Hey, buddy. How's it going? It's going well, and you? How's the appendix feeling? It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's not even been there. Never, never. How's the hole it came out of? That's good. good. S- sealed up tight. Sealed up tight. Yep.
1: <laughs> good. And then uh, to my right, Danielle Trotta. Hello.
2: How are you guys?
1: Oh, we're excited to do the show.
2: You started where you ended, but at least you were consistent. Yeah. Over 500 miles. There's. It's tough to do. God,
1: that's a long freaking night to gain zero spots. Yeah. I mean, there was times I lost a lot of spots, and there was times I gained a lot of spots. And I was up and down, sideways, got stuck in the fence late, thought we could have salvaged a... Uh, I don't know, 15th to 18th place day, and
0: you know, what meant to be. We finished last car and lead lap. There was a point in time when you put us three wide on a restart, three wide bottom. Well, somebody got jammed up on the top lane. And I there. was like, if this mother wrecks us, we got to be a in the middle of the long week for me.
1: <laughs> I, we we hit wheels.
0: Yeah, well, Blaine came on radio after that and said, "Why does every mother need to drive in the side of my door when they get alongside me?" Because I guess you're like the fifth one that did it.
1: Well, him and the 42 are getting into it, too. Yeah.
0: The 42, a little bit
1: of dart without feathers. He was fast enough to be uh, in the mix all night. Carson Hosevar running his second uh, Cup Series race. kid got some speed.
2: Now, how do the competitors look at his race? Because the fans have been losing their mind over a 17th-place run. Like, oh, my God, Hosovar, second Cup race ever. That was incredible. And it was, right? Yeah. He kept it clean from our standpoint. But you're saying maybe um, drivers felt a little different.
1: Well, I think anybody that comes in is just going, they don't really know the etiquette and they don't know how hard you're supposed to go at, at the right or the wrong times, right? To come in for Darlington in your second cup race and run as well as he did is certainly a, a, a great job. Obviously, Legacy Motor Club had, Legacy Motor Club bring a great car to Darlington. I mean, wow. Eric won there last year. He was a top five guy all night. I think they lost some spots on pit road. So obviously those guys have some knowledge of how to build a car that gets around Darlington well. And he was able to kind of maintain there all night, and he was out of shape often. I cut him a couple breaks. So forty two. Tech- yeah, he was wrecked a couple times out of turn two, and I just didn't turn him because I was being a nice guy.
0: He's got he he looks like damn Gilligan, but he has got some dog in him.
1: He's he got dog in him.
0: He's got a lead foot for sure. He does a good job. I would say I'm impressed with his qualifying effort, with his run. I mean, it's probably better than that car's run all year. Oh, it's but without question the better that Best finish
2: wearing. for that car since March.
0: You know what I'd say? Yeah. Go get your own car. See I do know
1: <laughs> Well, uh, because somebody else is getting that car next year. I do believe Josevar is finishing the year out in that car. So he's going to be getting some experience. Um, really? For the last nine races of the year. So we did talk yesterday. I called him up like, yo, man, I cut you two brakes throughout the course of the race when you're crossed up. And then the first time we get side by side, you plug me in the fence with like 30 to go. You know he, he lays it all out of his intention, and you know he he says it was avoidable and he said it was sorry and, and situational he just made a mistake, which I was fi- which I was fine with, and I went the other way to tell him like, hey man, like use these rest of the races to gain some respect from these guys because really and truly, if you know what you're doing next year, which he does, then there's really no need to withdraw out of the account of everybody that're going to be racing around it, it more beneficial for him to just put some in the bank. If you have to give a spot up and it's early in the race, don't run somebody side by side through turn two at Darlington, right? If it's early. And what'd just, he say? And he said that that made some sense. Now, if I'm 20 years old, listening to 31 year old driver, I'm probably going to be like, yeah, sure, man, whatever. I'm going to come here and smoke you. That's probably what he's saying. Right. But I think he has a good opportunity for the last little bit of the year to gain some respect, especially if he has the pace, he's got what it takes. But you will get run run out and run around and run into often, and if you if you are known as that guy that drives into everything, trying to go forward. So sitting here looking at the video, he was out of my windshield for Corey's close call of the week with that 42 racing hard here. I think I'm probably 17th, give or take, on some decent tires, trying to make a run to the front with like 25 to go. Play the tape, Nick. Roll it. We're going into turn three and four. Uh, who's that? It's 47 on the bottom, the 19 on the top. I'm trying to get a little bit of clean air. I'm trying to set the 19 up to pass. I'm a little bit tight. And we roll down, grab fifth gear here, going to turn one. I was really tight uh, on land up the hill. Get a little tight. And so the 42, you can't see it, but rolls to my left recorder door. And the pay window's open. You got to keep your spots, come back on the outside, and he just plugs mm. us in the fence. You know, and I got a little bit, The wheel came out of my hand, and I went down the straightaway and got into his door a little bit. But that essentially bent our toe links and upper control arms, so we were just kind of hanging on after that. So that was my close call. It wasn't even close Mm. because it was a, I don't know, it's contact, I guess. So that was, we saw that a couple times, a couple guys get into the outside wall. But you go look at a guy like Kyle Larson and Tyler Reddick around the fence.
0: Dude, I've never seen anybody hit the fence as much as they have and then you see like Chris Bell hit the fence obviously he hit it a little harder like they were they were more laying it on the fence I'd say not hitting it
1: yeah well but still, we saw hit it the so road now with 22. man,
0: with this car
1: I tell i tell TJ Bell, my spotter every green flag run when you get run two pit stops I mean when we're trisecting a stage like we saw the first and second stage being trifected trisected trifecta uh, there was the trifecta all the rubbers like old school darlington collect out of turn two. And you can just you're on new tires and you're making speed and you're watching your lap times lower than you've seen all night because tracks cool down and you open your turn two up a little bit, little bit, little bit, and you get your right side tires six inches into the marbles and it just takes off.
0: And that's a 20.
1: And the eight, the eight plugged it in the fence too out of there. Mm. Every every race now with this next gen car, as much as this thing makes marbles and you don't see cautions as often as you did, you see somebody get hung up in the marbles and plug it and turn two so unfortunately for for chris bell he had a really really good car until that incident and hey we talked about it on much. spare
0: change right when it's when it's kind of on a silver platter for you to take it usually doesn't work out right gets the best pit crew in the sport pit stall one qualifies bad, on the pole had a bad pit stop to start the day uh yeah we'll break that down boats and woes or we could talk about it right now it doesn't matter he just Came in, they came in the same time the 43 was. 43 was in pit stall too, and he kind of turned around them and drove like deep into his box, and it got all those guys bound up. Yeah. And, you know, when Darrell jacked it, the jack handle came loose and it fell back down, and it was a long pit stop, and it put him behind. Uh, I think they had a gone long anyway, so they were a little bit behind, and then you start trying, right? You get behind. partisan drive is good. You're compound in mistakes, year. and then next thing you know, you're having a ra- having a terrible day. I mean, it was a terrible – for – all things considered, how it was looking going into it, that was a terrible day for the 20. For sure. A uh, terrible day for a couple playoff
1: guys who had some bad ones.
2: I mean, Gibbs, I i don't know where they were. I mean, the loose wheel, not good for the 11. The 19 just missed it all weekend. And the 20 had self-inflicted issues, to your point. I mean, the three Gibbs playoff drivers, you came in, you were like, these guys have more momentum and more speed maybe than anybody else. Truex, the best finisher of the three? Mm. An 18th, Oof.
0: yeah. Well, those Ish. two got wrecked, right? Didn't see that but, but to think that you know Tyler Reddick is sitting there not in a yeah. Gibbs proper car, right? And he he damn near won the race. Yeah, who had him penciled in the? And I, I it's not surprising. I that, did. That he was my the pick best. on a
1: spare change. I told him I sat next to him at the driver's seat. Thought you picked I said, Larson. No, I said I I ate my words because oh. I said I didn't think the Chevy was going to win. I said Tyler Reddick, I think. Is the guy tonight. Yeah, you did. So you I sat I sat next to him at the driver's meeting and I said, Hey man, you're my pick tonight, so don't screw me here.
0: what did he say? Okay.
1: He said, I'll try not to. He goes, Oh oh really? I'm like, yeah.
2: Uh like, the other guy you sat next to in the driver's meeting. Oh, uh, Ryan Priest. Dude, what'd that thing look like up close? Those you guys. ever seen a
1: shark eyes, Chiefy? all dark and lifeless like <laughs> I, I mean, sure it remember. was he looked like, I don't know, Chucky or something, like something out of a damn horror movie. It did. Yeah, he took took his sunglasses off. I was like, oh Jesus. Gotta warn
0: me next time. <laughs> yeah, it was a classic Ricky Rudd.
2: Davey Allison. Like, I, I he love missed all a great guys.
0: opportunity to tape his eye, uh, eyeballs open. I love the guys that are like, don't these people never seen sprint car eyes. Like, wait a minute. That's a thirty six hundred pound car. I get that it happens in sprint cars a lot. Let's
1: but. not even compare. My man freaking went for the tumble of the century.
2: Oh
1: yeah. And was racing six days later. Shout out.
2: Is that just the all the broken blood vessels that happen just yeah. from all the G forces is. and the inertia and yeah. that's what happens. Yeah. Oh,
1: mm. <laughs> Jesus!
2: Has that ever happened to you?
1: Knock on wood. No, I have not flipped a cup car, and I plan I would ideally not not have to feel what that feels like. Doesn't look like it's a good time. He says he's fine. I think shit didn't was moving fine. a little faster for him than he would like to admit. <laughs>
0: <It> <laughs> yeah. wasn't, he didn't have a great, did not have a, I don't yeah. know what was going on with the forty one, but they did not have. Good qualifying an effort and a pretty dismal race.
1: Yeah. Have you ever been in a car accident where you actually feel pretty good the next couple of days? Like you're Yeah, I'm giving was, I'm giving him a pass. Yeah. I'll give oh, him a I'm pass. pass. too. Yeah. But my man, no doubt he's tough. And he wasn't letting anybody else get behind that wheel of race car. He was signed off. Hey, it's I mean, those doctors give him a thorough exam. Yeah. He
2: got cleared twice. He was like, the second time I went back just to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Look, you my are eyes? You... <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. Look at my Does eyes. This right? me in the normal eyes and tell you. me I'm good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> man, I don't know. Like, we talk in length about the Chevys. Like you said, you switched your pick, but they charged like there at the end of the first stage. There they were, slowly but surely. And
1: well, like you said, that's a race, man, where you just stack pennies all day. You get a couple spots here, you get a spot or two on a sequence. You get take a spot on a restart. Out. You get three or four guys in the top ten, take themselves out, and then you. I think it's more than that.
0: Yeah, like it's like it seems like it, right? Like let's like like let's go through it. It was the the twenty, right? Twenty three, and then the, the well, the twenty three kind of spun out, but
1: well, no, but he took himself
0: out of it. The it was four, fighting back. yeah, the uh eleven, right? There's we keep. I mean, if we just looked at it though, the seventeen almost did with that fire, but they kept them guys were dogs God, like a, a dog minute. move but there was yeah there was just uh, there's. I mean it's all day long and then that's not even talking about the stuff that's happening on the racetrack right the 45 almost did it to himself trying to pit there yeah how about Newman <laughs> Newman gosh what a beauty what a
1: beauty I don't even know if, like, how does even something like that,
0: what he said, come to your mind? Because he, he's just – That's just random. Just, dude, he's been racing modified. He was racing modified at Carter Jeez. County on Friday. Just mattered in hell. Just getting a little dirt under the fingernails.
2: Like, yeah. Just hoping Reddick stuck a little something out the window maybe. Give a little warning next time, please. I don't think that Hello? his team
1: gave him enough warning. I, I just – that was a botched call for sure. They didn't want they didn't want to get undercut, right? The, the four called it late. And then the 45 just jammed on the brakes, downshifted, trying to make it to pit road, and just couldn't get there in time. But that's how important it is to undercut one lap. I mean, one lap is a difference of two and a half seconds.
0: Well, the four was coming too. Right? For the sure four was coming. And then how? I mean, talk about if you could draw it up a perfect way, right? Oh, Jam on the brakes, spin the guy out behind out. you. And, yeah, well, I mean, that was 51, great. And then keep going. The 51 yeah. racing the leaders. I looked. I'm like, who the hell's in the 51 this week? And mule just points to it and says newman I said, newman <laughs> i loved it well he, he's getting his lap back the old fashioned way i love it
2: tyler <laughs> was new. mad too well
0: he's tyler like,
2: was yeah and dave rogers they yeah. were complaining like went over to the 51 like why are you making it so tough to pass i'm like
0: have they ever met have newman? you ever
2: met ryan newman what do yeah. you think he was gonna do that
1: sucker that sucker's been making it hard to pass since tyler reddick was in diapers the break. one right. with
0: logano did you ever that from Michigan where Joey's like you race me hard I race yes I race and he's like he's like what are you gonna do about it what are you gonna do what are you gonna do I felt he's so like, bad well, I had Joey the lift, was so, so I went spin young out. he's like well like, ma- maybe you don't have enough talent he, he, dude Newman just
2: <laughs> he went in ruthless, on him ruthless Joey was like 12 I'm like can we not
0: he said Joey said he's just, dude. A, he's just a boy Joey said dude he said don't <laughs> dude me he said don't, <laughs> don't dude me oh come on I love Newman. having him back on the I crib, do too
2: I loved it you can't just pull over I Tyler
1: mean, Reddick stopped in the middle of a green flag racing condition.
2: Correct.
0: In the middle of the corner. Correct. Can't yeah, do man. that. And he got mad that Ryan Newman raced I'm Like, hey, be happy that he's not there every week. And that's what Tyler everybody dealt with forever.
2: He's dealing with like conspiracy theorists. Harvick fans are all over him on Twitter. Like, you did that on purpose. You manipulated yeah. that caution to take Harvick's race away. Tyler's like, I talked to him Monday. He's like, I just made a mistake. Like,
1: I wouldn't man. even make it a mistake. It was a spotter and crew chief not being proactive enough to tell him within a timely fashion to come down pit road.
2: That's what it is. Yeah. Well, and T- p- Tyler, it Tyler point
1: is point doing a his driver. job to try to get to pit road. Yeah.
0: At some point as a driver, you can't just be at the fence, stop, stop and try. Oh, I'm yeah. going that way. Like yeah,
1: you do have to be like, mm, can't make that. I'll catch y'all next time. Bye. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Sorry. Missed it. Cause that dude, if he gets run over by the 51 there, see ya
2: night over. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you ought to be thanking Ryan Newman. Should be. I mean, really and truly. But I think it's easy for everybody to sit there on the couch. Everybody to sit there on a Tuesday afternoon and break down all this stuff that is within seconds—a
2: replay in slow motion. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. With with vantage points that aren't what the active competitors are doing. You know, people want to nitpick. Well, why didn't the four just drive through? Why didn't the four just take a right and miss the commitment code? Because there are so many factors. One, you're hot. You're sweating. All your focus is on trying to get on pit road. You're looking at your pit road lights to make sure that you don't speed when you get on pit road. You're not looking out of your right side window to see somebody spinning out. There's just so many variables that, that go into, and I'm sure even though there was a lapse of probably some communication that could have helped Rodney say, let's just roll through and blend back in the top 10 and try to salvage our race and work back from that as opposed to pitting Taking the penalty, starting behind all the wave around cars. And their race was essentially over after that. Gosh, I wish Kevin Harvick would have been a Southern five hundred champion
0: of last
2: year. Oh, Does he God. win? Does he get uh, back in I thought green? he was gonna win. I he thought he was gonna win. Well, that was gonna win last two, week, two weeks win? in a row.
0: Yeah, he doesn't I mean, like, he was uh real in the forty five and their pit crew was way better than the like on average. Bristol. Their pit crew was he, the he best was in, in the, the playoffs, playoffs, the best playoff car. They had them in the twenty four. So you know you put the ball in their court late in the race.
2: Corey, what do you do? Th- I mean, do you have any? Because I guess Rodney's saying he didn't know whether the light was on or not.
1: Yeah, he can't see it.
2: He can't see it, and everyone's like, "Well, why didn't he just drive through? Why serve the? Why serve?" Because why there's there's a little the bit stop? of
1: there's a little bit of like confusion because that's always like questionable thing. I'm on pit road. Okay, yellow's out. Did I make it the, on the light? is procedure to roll through here. If we did make it on the green under before the caution come out, we pit and now we can actually cycle to the lead because Mm -hmm. we were on pit road right before the caution come out. But Harvick, if he's trying to find his lights, his pit road lights, not the red or white or green light to know if the caution came out, he's on pit road. He's looking at his pit road speed. He's not looking at that because you're constantly dragging the car down, downshifting, boom, boom, and you're backing your RPMs up to get within the RPM range right when you get to the line. And it was, what, two car lengths before? and So he's in the process still of trying to drag the lights down to find his lights of pit road speed to not – I I never look at the pit road light. Your, your spotter calls it under green or yellow when pit road's open, and then you just come down pit road. So – it's easy to look at it and say, well, Rodney missed it. Well, Rodney can't see it. The spotter missed it. Well, can't quite tell if he was on pit road or not. And if you really wanted to get into the weeds on it, I think Timmy called it to
0: roll through. And there was and an audible last second. How Rodney that. told him to pit. But how did the 24 miss it and make that decision that quickly? 24 so he had, and the five. he had about three yeah. car
1: lengths more
0: of yeah. a, they of they a stay out, I, they I, the out. Yeah, but at that, right? Stay out, right? Stay out, out. Like it's it's i I'm with you. I'm just playing devil's advocate because it's a bang bang thing. He's got thirty seconds, maybe eight. Not quite. Let's give him eighteen seconds from the line till he gets to his pit box. Yeah. Well, why don't why can't you make the decision? Was the lighter on or off? And that much, it's yeah. it's a quick thing, yeah. right? But the twenty four and the five knew to not
1: to not come out come the pit all. road.
0: So yeah. are they looking at that light, or is that their spotter? That's or what a spotter.
1: If you pull the tape on, that's a hundred percent spotter. It would be. It would, it would be your spotter emphatically telling you, because you are going to, when they tell you to pit, you are 100% committed as a driver to come down pit road. It would take your spotter emphatically telling you, stay out, 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 to yank it to the right like William Byron did. It's not like you're dragging your lights down, you grab a couple gears, you just have the wherewithal to look at the light. You look at a car spinning, you look at the light, and then in the span of about three quarters of a second, you bang a right. That's not how, that's not how. It would,
0: would it be. help if that light, instead of being on a pole, came like over?
1: It would help if there's a light on a dashboard. And we've talked about that. Like, kind of like an ARCA car, but mm. not as gaudy. <laughs> <laughs> because there's some question now. Like, if there's, if there's delay in your spotter calling a yellow, right? If it's on the other side of the track and you're racing somebody, if, if I, pass somebody out of turn two and the caution comes out depending on where that light is or depending on where that qu- cross the loop last you can contend and you waste some time under pit under green flag or yellow flag conditions like argue in a spot but if there was a light a caution light on the dash that way you instantly when you knew it was out where you are relative to somebody else you can be like or if the light comes on you know instantly that pit road's closed then yeah. you could take that into your own account and bang it right and miss pit road copy so since there's no way within the car to instantly see a caution, you're relying on your spotter and communicate and your crew chief communicating.
2: Would you ever cause to your point, you could hear it over communication. Like at some point Timmy was like, just roll through. Yeah. Yeah. Rodney called the pit. Is there any way that you as a driver would ever listen to your spotter and just call off the pit stop, even if your crew chief called you in?
1: I assume and I obviously I'm not I wasn't the one in the moment. I would assume that Kevin didn't know for sure if he was on, if he made the light or he didn't make the light.
0: Now, do you think from where the spotter stand, do you think Timmy knew? Yeah. You think he he knew? Yeah. Okay.
2: And just didn't maybe communicate it effectively. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they've had meetings about that this week.
0: I'm sure. Oh.
2: Like, going over That's every such a unique breakdown and communication. It's
1: hard, too, because it's, like, it's not absolutely clear. If you're within a half a second and you – if you happen to, let's just say the other side, if they were on pit road and the light flashed just before their bumper cross or right after the bump, their bumper cross pit load, they put four tires on it, they cycle to the lead. Right. So you're, you're kind of hoping that you were on pit road by an inch. And um, that's
2: what Rodney said the gamble was for him. Yeah. He said, if you think you maybe made the light, you pit and stay the leader and remain in control of the race. You're trying to win. That was my goal. And there it is. I can't yeah, You can't question it. that. Yeah, I mean, can't. at that time, he didn't know. But to answer your question earlier, I do think that they're going to find a way to win. And that's what kills me for Rodney is I know how bad he wants it for Kevin. Yeah. Like, Kevin's like, I asked him this week, and he's like, I'm at peace either way. Like, I don't need it. I feel like Rodney will feel like such a failure if he doesn't. And no pressure, not that he, Rodney. not that, no, not, I think it's self-inflicted pressure. Like, I think Rodney wants it that bad for his guy. Like, and they don't, everything yeah i mean and i just feel so bad for rodney and because the whole sport this week is just like dissecting every Mm -hmm. like little thing that led to this massive mistake and there was so much more on the line than like yeah it's a southern 500 yeah it's a playoff race but to me it's like it's winning one more time it's winning one more time yeah you know and like you were so freaking close like who would have known there was how many laps left 50, 60, some odd laps left yeah, in the 40-ish. race. Who, who knows what would have played out? But God, to just hit that mix. one away. He'd have yeah. been in the thing: mix. they
0: gotta just get back on the horse because he can still win the championship and ride off into the sunset. Come on. Right? That's a that's a likely, better than likely for most people. Improbable, but still potential. Better, yeah, better likely for him than most people. I mean, it's not that improbable. They no. haven't run very Kevin well. Kevin Harvick is a, a top Harvick. ten
1: greatest driver of all yeah, time. Yeah, so like I'm not, I'm not counting the guy out. No, at all. No. Do your pennies stretch as far as they used to? Most likely it doesn't. Here's why. It took 200 years for the U.S. to print its first $5 trillion. Today, Washington has done that in just three years. The problem, every new dollar makes each one of your dollars worth less, robbing you and every other hardworking American. You can stop this cycle of robbery by diversifying your IRA or 401k into gold an asset that has stood the test of time. Our new sponsor, Birch Gold Group, has helped tens of thousands of Americans protect their retirement savings with physical precious metals. Now you can too. Get a free info kit on gold right now by texting the word Corey, C-O-R-E-Y to 989-898. With an A-plus rating, with the BBB, you're in good hands with Birch Gold. So get your free info kit by texting Corey to the number Nine eight nine eight nine eight. Go check them out. Put some pennies in some gold. Somebody else you can't count out no matter where we go, no matter what surface the racetrack is, is Kyle Larson. My man, which surprisingly hasn't won a points race since Martinsville. And what's that,
2: May? 17 races, yeah.
1: Feels like an eternity.
2: It does. And Kyle
1: Larson.
0: always like a seventeen yeah, seventeen race. 17 race. Winless streak, I'm like. It's been slacking. Oh, man. Yeah. So brutal. Yeah. I mean.
2: A lot how, of people would want that problem. As he sleep at
0: night? Yeah. yeah.
2: But he didn't come in with a ton of playoff points. And that's why this was so big to me. Like, I know everyone's like, oh, it's Larson. You got to consider him a favorite. But he didn't have a lot of points to play with coming into this thing.
1: He's got five more.
2: Locked five into the round now. of 12.
0: Yeah, that was. I mean, that's big for those guys. Cliff, did you hear Cliff during the race? I can only imagine. Kyle, the ball's on his court. You just run your line. Like, every lap. Every lap. I'm so proud of you, Kyle Larson. He, sound like a, he sounds like more like a robot than when we played kickball with him. I call I him Tony Robbins.
2: I, I mean, the motivational speeches down the stretch were classic. So in
0: the in the kickball days, you used to get him and be like, I, and I heard, I could see Kyle being like, all right, man. I got <laughs> it. <Okay. laughs> like, his, you know, Larson, when he goes and runs, like if you're winning the Knoxville Nationals, right, you've got a race monitor. You don't have somebody siever. talking to you, a race receiver. You, yeah. you don't have like a... Uh, anybody talking to you? So like him. Yeah. Running the fence. Okay, Kyle. You
1: are two inches off the fence. I need a little bit. This of is
0: Mission Control. It's Cliff <laughs> on the box from two laps ago.
2: He's gonna make. Everyone told you you're doing a
0: good job. You're still doing a good job.
2: <laughs> you are not.
0: Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. He, was, he was.
2: But he kept hitting the. He like kept just knocking into the wall, and he said it made his made his car better. <sighs>
0: Huh? sure put some rear steering thing Well, tight
1: i don't know i mean or just there's so you're you're searching for grip and you have none that if you just bounce it off the wall it gives it like it just helps it make the corner I that's mean, what I, he said yeah yeah well that's what the 45 started doing they had yes. the, the <laughs> camera on a spoiler in the in the <laughs> microphone and he was just literally gassing it up to drive it into the fence to turn it and to finish the corner i was like maybe i'm driving it up Am I, Driving it wrong, by not like, trying to hit the wall. Those walk. two guys Apparently. grew
0: up at the same place, you know, racing those mini yeah. outlaws. What are they call it? crazy C- land, cycle land. Yeah, you know, so uh, it was. It's cool to see. I think I don't think I think people often forget that Tyler Reddick was right there, kind of racing with Kyle Larson growing up. And Tyler Reddick, dude, he's he's done he serious dirt racing, and yeah.
2: Could you run that line, Corey, for that many laps? Someone's stalking you? I
0: I don't. Um, yeah. I would <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to say no. No,
2: I, don't I, say no. I think he could. I don't, it,
1: dude. I, I just can't begin to explain the intense amount of focus it takes, and how there is zero margin for error. If you drive it in the corner two feet too deep, and if you use twenty pounds, not enough brake pressure, you're gonna hit the fence. So, for my, I think the difference between running third and winning is probably ripping the fence and, and and doing that, but for what our team objectives was, was to keep the right side clean all night. And I ran the fence. If there was 367 laps, I, I probably ran the top half if I was racing somebody. And also the guy in front of you, if he's running within a car with the fence, it's better just to go wherever the air is, I generally feel like. So about half, but I can't be, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I can run it like Kyle Larson or Tyler Reddick. Those guys are exceptional at doing that.
2: Are they the two best in cup? Is there anybody else that's even close? I
1: don't think so.
0: No, I don't think there's anybody that's close. I mean, Danny Hamlin, I think, is he his car was just so good that he didn't have to run the top. Yeah. Like he even said that on his podcast where he's like, yeah, I man, I was like so fast that I saw the five go up there and start kind of hitting the fence. And I was like, oh, I'm really good here because I, I haven't even had to move up or anything yet. Yeah. It's so hard. When it, gets <laughs> to, when it gets to putting it on the fence, those two are.
2: You guys make it look so easy, but- it looks so hard well that's like, i
1: think i think that's the common misconception of people watching the race like you're seeing a lot of these next gen races go long long green runs a lot of green flag stops particularly places that get strung out uh, or even anywhere for that for for that matter and don't confuse that with the cars are easier to drive i mean you are one ill-timed throttle placement away from spinning out every lap and I, and i think you can sit there and ride along and listen to people modulating the the gas and putting themselves right up against the wall for four hours. I mean, it takes so much mental concentration and the cars are not, just because they're not visibly sliding around, that's why the majority, all of us are professionals because you don't want them to slide around. You don't want to burn your tire. You don't want to slide your tires. You want to drive it to the very verge of tire slip and you drive it to what your car can, can give you. And try to make the most amount of speed. So that's why I think everybody loves Darlington because it is a challenge and you see guys out of shape and you see guys at the wall. Uh, But, yes, Darlington is a freaking mentally taxing event, which I think that's why people get so pumped up to win there because you knew you were the best guy on that day and you executed over probably the longest race of the year. So there are some guys that didn't execute over the longest race of the year in pit road boats and woes. You want to get into that? Let's jump right in. Let's jump right in after the break.
0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills.
1: There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need.
0: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
1: For me... Race day is a great reason to shut down the laptop, put the phone on silent, and simply enjoy the driving. But Mobile One wants to remind you that you can get that same kind of escape any day of the week. How? By simply hopping in your car, rolling the windows down, and hitting the road. No emails, no calls, no work, just freedom. Mobile One, for the love of driving. All right, guys, it's Time for some pit road boats and woes. Plenty of woes on pit road and woe links on a racetrack, but there was one woe above the west. <laughs> it
0: yeah, man. If you're the 11 car, right, that's your worst nightmare in that situation. They have a loose wheel under green flag stop. They were fast. They get, came in leading. Can't Well, they, yeah, sight they were leading. They came in under green and. There was a little bit of like slow run up all night. I've heard heard guys talk about it. I was watching um, a couple of our stops, and there's like you put the socket over top of the hub and you pull the trigger, and it just kind of stumbles all the way down. Now, if you don't stay with it and drive it home, it'll be loose. And it won't be like, you know, sometimes it's looser than others, but if you just tap it and there's a lot of speed in that, just tap and it comes off better the next time, but that's the risk you run, right? And in that situation, like, if I'm the pit coach, I'm just like, dude, we can do a 10-5 there and be just fine. Yeah. With that good of a car, right? You just finish the day off. But, you know, they're they're a good team, and they're a solid team. That's just – that is a big – that's a big hiccup. But, you know, listening to, to Denny's podcast on the way down here, he's pretty positive about it. He feels pretty good about it. But if you go to Kansas and blow a motor, right, then that, that tune changes a little bit. But nonetheless, a great team. The 19 also had a loose wheel, and they're – great team as well you know but it's just these this place man if you search for speed like we had a rough day 12 car I, paul swan was in our pit box jumping around at one point i even post on instagram <laughs> i'm like yeah man we get it we're racing for 23rd and 24th back here you jump around in my pit stall <laughs> i like you but keep that in your pit box <laughs> No, but uh i want to try to sell you some tickets no nah, dude the, t- those guys the three car had a great day i think they were top three on dartfish the lead the winners of the day 24 car they Pick up, start the playoffs right where they kind of left off. The 14 had a ton of speed. You saw a lot of non-playoff teams really, really getting down and dirty with it. Um, busting some really fast stops. I mean, the the breakdown sheet, I mean, I think like in the top 30 of the fastest pit stops of the day, I think the slowest one in the top 30 was like a 9-2. Wow. So it was, I mean, you're, you're cruising. in the 24 and the 14, the three, they they were the ones that had the amount of stops in there when you look at the breakdown of just the average right the 11 was in the top 10 and the five car was right in front of us in like 22nd so that just goes to show you're not going to win the race there but you're damn sure can lose it there and that's what I I think we were kind of we were kind of in defense mode as a team which was frustrating because we just had okay stops we did some adjustments and we were just we were just okay and just kind of there but you kind of Mentally have to be able to mitigate that and survive this first round.
2: How many stops you have total? I
0: think we did ten or eleven. Which I you know, I was most under we were green, gonna, right? Yeah. Most of them were under green. Most I would say half like and five. half. Yeah. Probably half and half. We were down there on the end, kind of an island, and we were having a tough time with how Ryan was stopping in the box, uh, just kind of on the pit stall that we were in, but nonetheless we come out there we came out of there with no issues. You know, we, like I say we weren't the fast of the day and
1: so you Said you have a tough. Said just. You said you had a tough week. What do you look at of tape to clean up going to a similar pit step strategy type racetrack in Kansas this
0: weekend? You look at a lot of stuff. Like I, I looked at a lot of film last night. I looked at a lot of my right front tire roll stuff and just different what different guys are doing. And it's like inches. Like okay, can I? Maybe I'm coming back like two inches too far, and that's costing me a tenth. Okay, what's costing me a tenth here? Where? We have the speed in practice. Why is it not going to the racetrack? So you try to overlay pit stops and say, okay, what, what is going on? Where are we missing it? But then also understand the risk versus reward. Right? Like, like I I told my pit coach this. Well, I call it dartfish still, but it's not that. That's what that's what the timing system was always. I said, I'm trying to get a ring here. Not a not a dartfish ego boost. Like I I'm fine. If we're if we're twentieth on the day of speed, okay, so be it. We can look at that. But if we're third on the day in speed, and we have a wheel fall off and we take ourselves out of this deal, yeah. and then we got an issue. Um, so that's where I, I'm to the belief like you, but you also, as a picker guy, have to be able to have your cake and eat it too. Right. You have to like the 24. They were P one on the day. They gained a ton of points because of it. Yep. So you can't, you can't play scared at this level, but you know, we also did. They, they also have a big points cushion, so we could sit here and make excuses and talk about, you know which way the wind blew and how it could have been better, but our team we just had a rough day. But we leave there, 16 is good, 15 points better than how we came. On in. a
2: day that so many shot themselves in the foot, you guys hit it straight down the middle. Finished ninth, it. solid stop. I got over
0: in the rough a couple times, but I was able to get it back. Get up, yeah. down. You're get, able to get, get up and down. Get get a par. But could yeah. be a lot worse. Buddy. No birdies. Well, no birdies were hit, but we.
2: Don't we leave got it out short on an eagle putt.
0: But yeah, That's what they say, dude, the dog of the week. Some bitches
1: caught on fire and we've still finished
0: the stop. We've talked about Dalton in here before. Yeah, I mean, I, we've been trying to tell y'all that 17 bunch is a special bunch. They're young, Dalton Leonard. You can let them on fire; they're still going to get a good stop. But the the fa- hero in a half shell don't love that. He's got the old half shell Pro Tech helmet on back there. That's what I call. <laughs> that's what I call those guys. Uh, all all that sounds
1: like some f- off teenage
0: mutant. Insurance. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> hero, in a, what are you being a hero in your half shell, man? Put a full face helmet on. But, uh, but to be able to – Do you dude, think it singed his eyebrows? Pfft, probably. I bet you it singed his nose hairs. Stay, I mean, to stay in there and finish when you're on fire is – I mean, and your car goes on to finish in the top three, and you're, down there just, you're just prancing.
1: That is the butt definition. The next round. You, you open your de- dictionary, and you turn it to dog, and Dalton's in there. <laughs> Dalton Leonard.
2: Dog. Right next to Tim Tebow. Y- young right dog. There.
0: There's a list of dogs and Dalton's on it, buddy. Yeah, but yeah, a lot of speed on pit road wasn't even fair. A lot of mistakes, but
2: I don't. know. How do you humanly finish that that stop? Like you're on buyer.
0: Well, he's not human; he's a dog. <laughs> that's the difference because <laughs> he's an animal. <laughs> yep. Well played, yeah. Ryan. Well uh, played. So that's what it is. The other, the other ones. I think that on the other end of the spectrum with logano right those guys hit he hit the fence yeah. early they, those guys worked on that car all night long and at the end you're like where the hell did he come from to finish 12th and salvage a day out of it so good on them
2: you check on dalton do my man okay i
0: gotta check on him he's good he's fine We're on top he's three good. he should we run he yeah. should be checking on me <laughs> yeah Yeah. he was better than i was so Gosh. yeah he's, he's rfk is freaking Solid man, RFK is doing it. They're picking six car. The six team was in the top 10. Where was it? Where'd the six finish? He finished like, eighth, maybe? Yeah, eighth or eighth. He drove right by us, and I'm just going in the front speed. here. Speed, so yeah, they speed. And they
1: won. If they they would have ran first, second at Bristol last year. I think Brad had a tire down or spun out or something. Yeah. So they obviously got around. They get around Bristol too. RFK dogs, but they are working on some being <laughs> some championship dogs if you
0: keep messing around. Yeah. Kansas this weekend is going to be much of the same. You don't think you'll have quite as many opportunities to pit, but depending on how cautions fall, I yeah, think by there's, six a, stages. there's a chance to also play a little bit more strategy here. But it, stages there was the a lot, dude. That It was weird last week when that caution came out and they opened pit road right away and then ran one lap to the stage break. That yeah, was that a, was. It caught us kind of – we pitted at, when the, at the end of the stage and it mired us back in like 24th. That's when Swan and the guys are running our pit stall.
2: I Speaking said, of weird.
0: 24th. Stop running over here.
2: What's going on with the lights?
1: Apparently, I didn't find the switch.
2: Lady in blackout.
1: Yeah. Ooh, that
2: was crazy.
0: Carrie Tharp, what are you doing?
1: Yeah, We Kary. knew you were leaving, but Kary Kary you had to pay the power the, bill. Uh, yeah,
0: Jesus.
2: <laughs> Don't Darn put it on my man. No, I'm
0: just kidding. God, but
2: Carrie's Kary. Carrie's why those... Bitches turn back on in seven minutes. Yeah. No <laughs> doubt.
1: Oh, he had to go to somebody's was ass. Like,
2: I am <laughs> not going there, out like
1: that. He's probably sitting there enjoying the race, eating a f- pimento cheese sandwich, enjoying life, watching it right off in the sunset. And the damn, lights
0: don't turn on. They're not
2: <laughs> up in here. Jesus,
0: now, you were on the fence of it because Blaney was like, "Yeah, I'm good. Let's go." I, I. It was dark, bro. And then he said that there's a lot of guys that were like, "Nope, can't see the wall. You can't see the wall." There was a. It was really dark
1: because the only lights were from the outside, so you had a whatever angle the lights were above the wall, you had probably three feet of just really dark. Really? Yeah. And I ran, I run a little bit of a shaded visor. It's kind of clear, but it's got a little bit of a,
0: a tint to it. Dude, there's nothing that looks worse than just a clear visor. It's the worst. Bro. It's the
1: worst like- and I think I would wear the tinted visor pitch black dark just for the sake of looking cool.
0: Chris Boucher is a behind the wheel, dog, in-car camera. Goofy, aim it the other way. That whatever the helmet oh is with, with the clear visor, can't do it.
1: And I think we miss Kurt Busch too anymore. Of like that, just the
0: orange visor. Well, he had like the what was that like the Voyager where the the shield is as big as your face. He looks like John Gerard out there. Oh, gosh, yeah.
1: <laughs> but shout out to him though. He gave a great post-race interview, and I was like, who did? I like that, Chris Busher.
2: Yeah, dude, just he's gets doing out it right now. like.
1: We you look at like the next wave of young kids coming in, and they're and I'm gonna I'm gonna generalize here. They're like they are so far removed from the Kale bros Like just to look, because like those guys were actually like shoveling cow <laughs> and like doing real man. He's work. doing that. And Chris, I thought about that during his interview. I'm like, Chris Busher looks like one of those guys. In like the seventies, that's yes. what he is. Because he's sh- shoveling goats, yes. and he's like driving his tractor around. He's like, "Well, it's Friday afternoon. Guess I got to drive to the airport and drive this race car around this weekend, and I'll go back to work on my farm on Monday." That's like what he okay. is, and I'm like, "I can appreciate that." Because there are just not very many of those guys coming in anymore.
0: Okay. Uh, they're just not. You go down the southern states; he's probably there buying some horse feed. Uh, probably right. Yeah, You're go find some him. In barbed wire. You in the Red Rocks? You're gonna find him. <laughs> Southern States putting a barbed wire fence. Yeah, that's just what it is. Hey, that's
1: I I love it. I love it too. And I Texas, love to see him man. run good. That that's uh the resurgence for RFK. Him and Brad K waving the banner,
0: loud and proud.
2: How about non playoff drivers making 43,
0: a lot The forty three pit crew this weekend. Dogs. When the twenty car got knocked out. And they were in Pittstall, too. They were just mowing people down on Road. I was pit wondering where right. they
2: came from. Like, they're at the good. end of the night, I was like, whoa.
0: <clears throat> they're a Gibbs pit crew, and they're they're good. Yeah. You know, so that was – there's just a lot of good teams. And when your car's running good and you rise to the occasion, you know, we saw it with the 34 earlier this year, and they had a rough go, 34. Not on pit Road, but just the race in general. It's not
2: – Yeah, that was rough. They probably that. had the I mean, the that worst. was the
0: definition
1: of a tank slapper yeah. with a 38. That son bitch wrecked for about – half a mile down the front
0: straightaway. How about the 54 just pushing the tw- the two car?
1: It, they, That's just what, like, when you get stuck in the fence, it's just instinct to want to, like. Just throttle up. Th- throttle up or just swerve into the guy that hits you. Because, you know, you, you can't do anything when the guy on the inside is just running you in the fence.
0: Harrison Burton with a big shot. strong. But he had a strong day going. He was just passing the 43 inside the top 10. Top 10, yeah. I can't believe those guys. I mean, the 99 and the 48, what's your take on that?
1: Uh, that was probably ill-advised for both of them, particularly the 48. I understand the block, the first block down to the left, because track position is so important. And if you know your car isn't great to fire, if you can defend and you can maintain two or three spots ahead of somebody else, by the time your tires get to peak temp, which probably takes eight to 10 laps, if you can stay in front of somebody, Till it all plateaus, then you can stay in front of that guy for the rest of the run, especially if your car drives well on the back end. Daniel Suarez, I don't think is the guy you would want to block twice in a row. No, um, friend amigo, friend amigo. He uh, didn't let he he actually was trying to get off of him and go to the right rear corner because he had a run, and the 48 just trying to keep trying to keep covering it, and he turned him in the fence. And I still thought the 99 was in a decent spot. Then he somehow got kind of like turned to the left into the 21 car. But the post-race interview on Alex Bowman's take was the, the funniest that, thing I've ever the, heard. The one that made me was like.
0: Travis Mack said he, I've never flipped that guy off driving to the airport. Well, but maybe he said. Who's wrong? Who's right? He said, but maybe I should go make a t-shirt before he does. <laughs> maybe I should go make a t-shirt about it. Yeah. burn.
2: I thought it was hysterical. Just, here's my thing. Just let it breathe a little bit. People are mad. No. It's 500. Don't get on Twitter.
0: Oh, no.
1: I they were that. all on Twitter. Who was they all?
2: Travis Mack. Was Bowman Cop- on Twitter? Bowman was the only one not. Well, Bowman oh. said it on TV. Yeah. And so I think ever like, Trackhouse, like Suarez said his piece. He was like, I hope I don't see that dude in the next 15, 20 minutes. I'm pissed. Walked off.
1: Ooh. Spicy.
2: Bowman mm. walked off. But I feel like Travis Mack probably felt like he got called out. He said his phone was blowing up with people telling him what going on. Yeah, Bowman that's like said. one of those
1: where you're walking back with like your brief like your your notepad in your hand, you're like like look up into the like the the oh, me? the jumbotron like
2: Right. That's we, what I talking about <laughs> me.
0: I would have just if I was him I would have what? just tweeted the middle finger emoji. <laughs> like, that's I it. didn't do it at the airport, but now <laughs> yeah, I am See, Another that would one. have been good. Yeah.
2: yeah. That that would be okay. I'm doing it
0: again. I'm past the days of explaining myself.
2: But yeah, like in, the explanation, and then characters. he has to like backtrack on one of the tweets and like it
0: That's a tough look.
2: I'm like it's tough. Uh, it's tough well you're look.
0: fixing your car, right? To try to get it loaded in the truck, and then your phone just <laughs> burp, burp, burp in your pocket. You're like, What? <laughs> Why? Is everybody yeah. texting me? What airport was it? <laughs> what, what kind of car were you driving? You
2: flipping people off on the way to the airport core?
0: No.
1: No, no, I did tell a story about somebody throwing up chicken and rice into the rental car leaving somewhere. I'm not going to name names, but he really liked Shirley Temple. Yeah, Shirley Temple King. <laughs> yeah. um,
2: but that's another story. For another <laughs> yeah,
1: question. let's just—we got some penny for your thoughts questions.
2: As you write your life story, you're far from finished. edu podcast all right let's do it cousin car 69 says do race teams enter a season without all the races sold out of sponsorship
1: i think everyone you know i think there was some news at a track house saying they were sold out both their cars obviously bush is going over to the one probably take more than half the schedule there. So that pushes a lot of them to the 99, So, which probably takes up all their inventory. But it is very uncommon for a team to go into February having 36 races completely sold out. Uh, I know for mine, we've been starting to cultivate some really great sponsors with Celsius coming on board some more for next year and Sluder and Gamebridge, And I'm sure I'm forgetting a lot, but uh, Blue Green Vacations and, and everybody that's come along with us. I think we have only like 10 or 12 left which is pretty good. That's great. Um, So that is, that's why teams are, you know, heavily invested in sales teams because that is the, the coal that you're dumping in that freaking locomotive engine to keep it running down the train tracks. Cause the more you can sell your race inventory for the more you can hire better people or more people and get more resources and tools and parts and all that good stuff. So we have consistently raised our sticker price, Pun intended for our cars. We're still probably half the price of what you know the overhead it costs for some of the guys in the front side of the garage. But for us, we're uh, we're taking some some large steps, and it's nice.
2: Trying to add some employees with some of that money.
1: Uh, yes, yeah, we need to add several employees. I think they have a plan to to hire like over twenty people between it's now and Daytona. Yeah. Then we have thirty-five right now. You know, for for two cars. And for comparison, I think JTG has like fifty-five or sixty for one car. So that's generally kind of the, the sweet spot of a number per cars, fifty people give or take. And you go to a you know track house, I think they're look they're upwards of one hundred thirty-five, hundred forty for two cars. So your strength is in the depth of your personnel for sure.
2: All right, Denny's left rear. They might have just created this Twitter <laughs> account over the weekend. I've noticed HMS drivers blow their tires the last two races during the burnout. Could that cause damage to the car after the race is over?
1: Back in the day, you know, you would hear of guys just burning it down, blowing the engine, blowing the rear tires to to knock the crush panels out, to knock the little aero trinkets off behind the cars. But I don't think there's as much tomfoolery with that is you know i think you can kind of look into that and, and probably make a conspiracy theory but i think that in this particular case this weekend when when larson is just burned down he just pumped up to one of the lady in black and more than likely you know that engines they're not i'm sure they probably run a fresh piece every race of the playoffs so they're not worried about the engine
0: no not even one bit no
1: and you're not really worried about that car that car might run later in the year or something like that but I bet you they're six, seven weeks out already on terms of their preparation for for race cars this year, but yeah, I think it's I think it's just guys excited and just burning it down. Good deal. Do you have a penny for your thoughts question?
2: A personal like personally question yes. personal question. do we need to move Darlington away from being the first playoff race? No, do you like where it is. I
0: love it. I love it, like it, love it, want some more of it. yes. But only twice a year. That not just once, really. Honestly, I think the Southern Five Hundred. You don't think you? I'm good with the I'm going. I'm dying on that hill. I'm now, if we went, if we went, the, Daytona, if we went to the if we went to Darlington, Martinsville. If we went to Darlington,
1: one time a year, the energy for the Southern Five Hundred would it was already high to begin with, but it would be like. I think we go there. Yeah, I'd, it would be huge.
0: Yeah, once.
1: That'd I'm not mean. saying Darlington yeah. or Kansas. You have to take one. You have to keep one.
2: Oh, you have what? to. Keep? not even
0: a close. Yeah, Corey. Way. Oh, wait, to, for two races? Yes, yes. Oh. No, neither. To both have one. So then where do you give the other two races to? I don't know. Milwaukee. No. He's
2: a big Milwaukee no, guy. No, I don't
0: know. There's a race no. ready track. Okay, Iowa. Okay, I'm going okay, that. I want to East Race there. <laughs> I'd love to go there. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, because Cup cars around,
1: <laughs> around Iowa, progressive banking will be way better than Milwaukee.
0: They race horses around Maybe Milwaukee. Maybe they will find out. Probably not. Where else do we go twice? We Richmond. Can, oh, we can take one away from Kansas and go to Iowa. Yep. And we can take one away from Darlington and go to Milwaukee. We're not going to and Iowa and we can figure out who's right and who's wrong. It's not gonna happen. I'll tell you who's right. It's gonna be me. Nope, I don't disagree. What about Richmond? You take a Richmond date where you where you take it? B- Richmond? Yeah. I don't know. To uh, the house? No. Off week. Uh, yeah, week. <laughs> yeah. You're fine by me. <laughs> I like that. Kern County? Uh no. Not a big enough facility. Okay. Right? They got, I mean. Rockingham. P- Rockingham. Pike's Peak. Is, that play, is it even a racetrack anymore? I don't know. What the
1: hell they got. the they hill make, climb.
0: They made Time a racetrack inside of L.A. Coliseum. I'm sure they can make one at Pike's Peak. That's fair. Figure it out. Uh, what's I'd the, be down
1: for another street course. You would? Yeah. Two a year?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'd be down with that. Like Denver. Are you on the side of the fence like Logano is? He was talking about at media day that there's too many road courses on the schedule.
1: I think I've had this conversation with some NASCAR brass, and I, they generally feel the same way I do, is the sweet spot is six.
0: How many we have this year, seven?
1: Uh, we've been back forth. No, six, eight. We're at, eight.
2: Six. We're at six. six. Here's the thing, though. It's not, too, it's not so much about – like, to me, the number is dependent on how good the racing is. If the racing gets better on the road courses, to me, that's been the weakest point of the year with the next gen this year. Last year, I thought it was great. This year, average at best, then we need less than six. If it's going to be incredible racing, six is fine. But like Indian Watkins Glen, I was like, oh, I don't need any more of that.
1: But if you re-rack them two more times throughout the course of the day instead of letting it strung out the entire day, then you get people smashed into each other, and then we instantly call it a good race. Yeah, we call I'm it all a good race. i
0: it, it shouldn't be if it's a good race or not. I was like, did the caution come out? Was there a timely caution? Yeah. Was there a green-white yes, checkered?
1: Because no. that all, yes. instantly
0: can, that's, yeah, that's makes you consider it is. a good race. What race-ready What race? What race ready tracks are there in the country that we could go to? Iowa? Mill, I don't Milwaukee.
1: have the list. Like where me. else would you
0: think? If I had to pick a road course out west, it would be Laguna Seca. But that's too close to Sonoma. Yeah.
1: I think Sonoma's great.
0: Sonoma's great. Yeah, but um, if I had to pick another one, it'd be that. Is there anything in Florida? No, we go there Florida. Sebring? No. Yeah.
2: You don't want to go to Sebring?
0: No. Yeah, I don't want to sit here and talk about road courses. No, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm thinking about ro- ovals. Let's just build one. Okay, Go I ahead.
2: think we start going north and south. What about Mexico? There's a sweet or Chihuahua. Montreal, dude,
1: that ch- that track in Chihuahua is badass. It's concrete, bank like Bristol, shaped like Richmond. Ask Daniel Suarez about him. Chihuahua got a lot of me goes
0: down there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who's your penny stacker of the week? You gotta give it. To, you gotta give it to Jess from Indiana.
1: Yeah, she was there. She was with Blue Green Vacations this week and Had a stacking them deep. Hat on this week. We'll give it to her. Cool. So she obviously listened to the show. She has the hat. Jessica is the penny stacker of the week. But before we go, I got you guys a gifts. What? It's underneath your seat. No way. Open them. No. Up.
2: Love presents. So to Ooh, celebrate
1: Arctic's partnership with stacking Pennies and the official tumblers and cooler and beverage refresher. Of oh,
0: it's even got our names. Quarterly Joy Racing, wow. LLC.
2: Fancy.
1: I got you guys some tumblers.
2: I love it. Thank you.
1: That way when you sip
2: I need one of these too. On your coffee. Oh, with our name on it. Oh, you fancy, huh?
1: Nice and cold. Thank you. There you go. I
2: feel official now, which by the way, people have been asking on social and I didn't think we were allowed to say anything, but I think we are now.
1: About Arctic? No. About what? Oh, that you're on the show? Yeah. You've been on the show for three weeks.
2: Well, the first two I heard were a trial run in case you guys wanted to give me the boot, but I think we've gotten the green light now.
1: We got the green light. I we're, think so. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Well, you got a you got a tumbler So you I got a Tumblr
2: with my name on it, so, so I'm in. It's pretty official now. Thank yep. you. You and, can't uh, go
1: anywhere. All the feedback I've heard, people love you on the show as well.
2: I love so being here, guys. It's
1: great to have you. And uh, you can also go find this Tumblr, I believe, on coraljoyracingcom slash Stack
0: Stacking pennies on it.
1: It does have stacking pennies on
0: it. That that's the one.
1: They sent me another. They sent me a cooler too. It was freaking sweet. I got my, I'm going to have the coldest Celsius in the garage, bro. Let's go. Ice cold. Just like Merriman's takes. Miss those ice cold takes, actually. Well, that makes one of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure y'all do, too. Even if you don't, make sure you continue to like, download share rate and review us give us five stars do all the things and we've really been leaning into guys race day mornings we've been doing our spare change so we do it after qualifying we break down averages we give you guys some tips on who you might want to take in your DraftKings and who the overall favorites are going to be and what the hitters are so make sure you turn tune in to us for spare change this Sunday because we're going to be in Kansas and we ain't gonna be with Toto no more Mm-mm. We're going to be stacking pennies. Tune in to Spare Change and continue to tune in to Stacking Pennies. Appreciate you guys. This is Stacking Pennies presented by Mobile One. Goodbye.